This is the Harvest Baptist Church Fighter Verse podcast. Our mission as a church is to know Jesus Christ and to make him known. We're called by God to work out our salvation with fear and trembling through obedience since God is at work in us. How better to learn obedience, what to obey, than to look into his word. Thanks for pressing play and listening in. I'm Keith Meyer, and I'll be serving as scripture interpreter and applier today. Our fighter verse for this week is from Philippians 2, verse 12 and 13. And I'm going to read the fighter verse and then walk through a series of applications using our Q&A format where we ask the question, uh, is there a sin in this passage? Is there a promise? Is there an attitude to change? And so on. Uh, you can find a, um, an episode about this in the podcast feed Um, just look for the acronym space pets. So, Hey, turn in your physical Bible or uh, navigate there on your phone. If you can, if you're uh, doing something like uh, walking the dog or uh, riding a bike and you can't, that's totally okay. Just listen in. I'm going to read the verse and then we'll walk through the applications. So the fighter verse says, uh, Philippians chapter two, verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, As you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So, just a bit of context as we jump into our interpretation and application. Uh, Remember that Paul begins this section by asking if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy. Of course, all of these things are true in Christ. We are encouraged. We do receive comfort. We do participate in the Holy Spirit. And and we do receive affection and sympathy both from fellow believers and from our Savior and from the Father. And so Paul says, because these things are true, complete my joy by being of the same mind. And he, he asks that we have the mind of Christ, which is ours in Christ Jesus, right? That we're to be motivated towards not looking after our own interests, but also after the interests of others. And so uh, the context of this, when Paul is going to say, therefore, my beloved, is that uh, we have a mind in us, which is ours in Christ. We see it as he embraces his humiliation and then uh, receives exaltation. And the exaltation, of course, is that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. We have that mind that says, I will uh, obey like the like the son did i will obey and become obedient uh and, and he talks about being obedient to the point of death even death on a cross that that there's a persistence in obedience that even embraces suffering and difficulty uh, and so that's the context where he says as you've obeyed so now not only as in my presence but much more in my absence work out your salvation with fear and trembling so there's this idea of now that you know now that you know what's going on now that you see this in the life of christ now work it out Uh, and so um that's the uh that's the context of it now i just want you to want to point out to you that this is not a cruel application right paul uses a uh, a term of endearment here he says therefore my beloved so he's talking to people that he loves right this is a 
this is, hey, family, this is what I want you to do, okay? Um, this is the application of it. Let's follow through. Um, and so um, he, he presents us with the fruit or the follow through based on, on what's happening, um, what's happened in Christ, what's, what's given to them in Christ Jesus, the mind that they've been given. And this is the mind that we've been given as well. Uh, so we come to the theological difficulty that's here then. Um, which is the many people, they, they get all nervous when it comes to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Um, the, uh, the, the idea here of working out our salvation with fear and trembling, first remember, uh, and maybe this is a, a subject for a, a standalone episode here, sin is uh, multiple things in, in, in Scripture. Sin is not just... Um, things which are against God, right? Actions against God is what many people say when I ask what sin is. Uh, sin is um, our, our, our sinful actions which are forbidden by Scripture. Sin is also failing to obey uh, the righteous commands of God and refusing to do. So there are sins of commission, which are actions we take, and sins of omissions, which are things that we neglect. So that's one aspect. A second aspect is is the fact that we have living within us this principle that pulls us away from doing the right thing. It's inner corruption, right? And we see this in Romans where Paul says, uh, when I try to do good, uh, I find that sin lives within me. And then third, we have legal guilt upon ourselves, right? Which is, which is that, that when we do a wrong thing, um, or when we fail to do the right thing, there is a strike against us. And, and even if we fix the situation, we've still done wrong, right? And so, so there's legal guilt. Now, um, salvation works in a few ways, right? Our legal guilt is handled by the fact that when, when, when we put our faith and trust in Christ, we're declared righteous. That's called justification. And that cancels out our legal guilt. Second, um, that principle of wrong that lives within us, that craves the wrong and resists the right, that inward corruption is, is healed or dealt with in glorification, which is when we see Jesus, we will be like him, right? That's what the scripture says, that we'll be transformed. Um, so glorification handles inner corruption. But what is it that handles our right and wrong actions, right? Our, our wrong actions that, that we want to do that we need to push back against or the right things that we say, I don't want to do. Uh, salvation in, um, in justification and glorification is what's called a monergism, right? Uh, um, uh, ergo, right? Or uh, sorry, energo, which is the root of, of monergism. There is, is work uh, and mono is singular, so it's a singular work, the singular work of God in declaring us justified or in transforming us. But, but sanctification, which is the pushing back against our, our daily attitudes and embracing the Spirit and desiring to walk in Him and submitting ourselves to God, this is a synergism. This is 
uh, us cooperating with God. It's not how we earn our salvation. So it's not a work. It's not a work of righteousness. It's a cooperation. It's a walking in the good works that, that God has prepared for us. It's a forcing of the flesh and of the mind and of the will and of the heart to embrace the will of God. Uh, and we ought to do that with fear and trembling. Why with fear and trembling? Uh, because, because something incredible is happening. God is at work within us both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And if we resist that and fight back, we short-circuit his purpose in our lives. Can we short-circuit God's purpose in our lives? Sure we can. Sure we can. We can do it each and every day when we resist him. That's why we're called to repent. But here's the good news. Can we embrace God's purpose within us? Can we will and work for his good pleasure? Absolutely we can. Uh, not only because our spirit has been set free by the, the coming of the Holy Spirit in us, but this is God's intent. He's working within us to produce the fruit of the spirit. Isn't that amazing? So uh, don't take this as uh, I'm saved by works, right? You know, uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says we're not saved by works. It's not what we do that saves us. Um, but, but that's true in the sense of justification. It's true in the sense of glorification, but there is this sense in which we are being saved in the present as God transforms our will and our heart and our behavior. And we need to embrace that and not fall away from it. Uh, so, so that, that's our theological difficulty there. Let's talk about some applications. Is there a sin that we can find in this passage? Um, I think that that we could, by way of implication, um, so again, nothing direct. There's no specific like, hey, don't do this here. Um, but there is the command to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, whether Paul is there or not. And I think that there's, there's something expressed here about a, a lack of integrity in us, right? Integrity is, is are you the same person? Um, when people are around or when you're alone, you know, do you, or is there a drastic difference between those two selves? Uh, a, a lack of integrity would make someone else the enforcer of your holiness. Um, and so the sin is failure to do the work, um, you know, making someone else the, uh, the, the, the person who, who makes sure that you're doing the work. It's not about uh, being held accountable. It's about only performing when someone else is around. We're to cooperate with God. Our relationship is not just with um, ourselves and someone else, but God is actually at work here, and he is the primary audience. He's the one that we're to please. He's the one that we're to work with. And so um, that's certainly a sin to avoid. Uh, is there a promise to claim? Absolutely. God works in you. He's at work in you. Um, if you are in Christ, if you've put your faith and trust in him, and you've, you've invited him to be your savior, and you claim him as Lord, and you believe that God raised him from the dead, and that he died on the cross for your sins, then God sends his Holy Spirit to reside in you, and he is active and working in you. He's willing and working for his good pleasure. That's an amazing thing. That is a, uh, an incredible thing. God is at work in you. Uh, an attitude to change. Um, I would say this. Look at, look at where it says that, that God works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God is working for his good pleasure. But that 
pleasure of his is not to say, okay, how do I make Keith as miserable as possible? How do I, how do I get him to uh, obey me so that I can stick him in a jungle and make him eat cockroaches and, you know, like uh, deal with malaria all the time and just be absolutely and utterly miserable. That's not God's will for us. God's will is that we would be satisfied in him, that we would delight in Jesus. Maybe it does mean you're going to be a missionary in difficult places. Uh, maybe it means that, that, well, it could mean all kinds of things, but his focus and goal is not to destroy us. He works in us. His will towards us is good. His work in us results in good. And so when we feel the challenge of obstacles, when we feel stretched or we feel like we're in a struggle, we should know that God's at work in us and he's transforming us uh, for our good. Uh, a command to obey? Absolutely. Here's the command. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Uh, many times people disconnect from churches. They say, I'm not being fed or I don't feel connected. Um, well, at some point when you get past learning the basics, um, the training wheels come off, right? And we need to press forward and learn instead of saying, I, I can't learn. Um, you know, my, my, my kids, they've learned to feed themselves right after they stop throwing spaghetti all over themselves. Uh, and they learn to put food in their mouth, right? What they learn next is how to use the air fryer and how to reheat things and how to like serve themselves and, 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 and put food on a plate instead of getting it all over the floor. Right? Like, and so there are times where they'll say, I'm hungry. And it's like, man, look, fridge, freezer, leftovers, cabinet pantry full of stuff like feed thyself child um you know that is 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 it's, it's on us at times to feed ourselves to take steps forward to say i need to learn something um and so we're, we're to work out our salvation we're to press forward not always depending on somebody else uh, but to but to work it out um i don't feel i'm not i'm not being fed well you know Maybe it's because it's time for you to learn to feed yourself. I'm not feeling connected. Well, if that's what you're saying after 2020 and 2021, guess what? Nobody really feels connected anymore. Um, and that's because, gosh, it's hard to feel connected with masks and staying home and all this other ridiculous stuff that we're living through, um, even if it's for our health and safety. Um, health and safety aren't everything. Wow, I did not expect to talk about coronavirus this morning. Um, but even in the midst of everything that's going on, um, with, with all of these things competing against our time and attention, of course we're going to feel disconnected. Um, but we need to take steps and connect. Um, one of the reasons I, I did say that, that that the reasons that people disconnect from a church, they say that they're not being fed or they don't feel connected. Uh, many, many times uh, people are waiting for that to happen instead of trying to make it happen themselves um, or trying to connect to the Lord. And so uh, that's a command. Work it out. Engage. If you don't know how to do that, if you're worried about that, if you're struggling, listen, feel free to reach out and ask me and we can talk more about that. Uh, an example, um, the example uh, uh, here is of the Philippians, perhaps. 
who may or may need Paul to mom or dad them for a bit, right? You know, uh, they, what, he's, what he's saying is uh, work out your salvation, not just when I'm around, but when I'm gone. And so he's like, do you need me to come over there and help you? You know, and maybe he's saying it like, mom, do you need help? Or he's saying it like dad, like, do you need me to help you, right? Um, if, if it's like dad, they're going to regret needing that help. If it's like mom... Um, you know, that maybe they really legit need some help. By the way, if you're a dad and you, you're kind and you help, that's cool too. I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of riffing here. Um, so, uh, is there a prayer to play, to pray? Lord, yeah, help me to, to stay at this with integrity, whether people are watching or not. Uh, Lord, help me to see your work in me as good, that you're working out my life for your good pleasure. Uh, you're willing in me, you're working in me, and, and you're at work. And so help me to take steps forward. Is there uh, an error to avoid? Yeah, the error is failing to do the work. The error is thinking it's all about me and not that, that God is at work in me. Uh, I think it's, I think this is uh, it's it's all on me, right? No, it says that God is at work in you. Uh, another error is thinking that God has malicious plans. He's working out His will and working for His good pleasure, and that's going to be good for me. That that doesn't result in my destruction. Is there something to thank God for? Yeah, I think of a connection with First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight that says. Um, uh, that, that we're to be steadfast and immovable, knowing that in the Lord our labor is not in vain. Uh, Romans 8 teaches us that, uh, that nothing's wasted in the Christian life, that, that God is at work and he has a plan and he's transforming us according to that plan. So, so why do we thank God? I thank God that he's at work and so I can work. Why can I work? Because he's at work. And so it's going to produce the desired result. Um, you, we're working with a master builder. He's got a plan. We just we need to get in line with cooperating with him as he does that work. Is there something to praise God about? Sure there is. Uh, God is at work in the business of transformation. And he and I are not at cross purposes. Uh, that's a good word, I think. Well, there we go. Feel free to leave a comment on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, shoot me an email. Send me a text message. I'll hopefully be back on Friday with any feedback and any additional things I've come up with. In the meantime, you can find out more about Fighter Versus, including the app and the annual schedule at fighterverses.com. Uh, the schedule, as always, is going to be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the Harvest Baptist Church Fighter Verse podcast. Please uh, share and subscribe. Uh, post this all over the place. Text it to your relatives. Irritate them uh, so that they uh, subscribe to the podcast feed or like the Facebook page and, uh, and, and, and take part. You can learn more about Harvest Baptist Church at www.harvestbc.com. You can join our worship live stream Sundays at 1030 a.m. or maybe come on out and visit us. Have a great day and God bless.